Yep, you know what you're listening to. <clears throat> cool. They are currently working on a new album. Only time will tell. Good, e- good afternoon, I'm Dr. Zeus. Um, if you know me, I'm a big Tool fan. I love them. I've seen them twice. I'm very thankful. Um, I'm one of those people who I don't get cocky. Oh, I've seen Tool. No, no, no. I'm very thankful, and I wish that a lot of my friends would see them. It's an, it's an experience. It's beyond religion. It's spiritual. You see them, you're going to spiral out. I mean... Maynard singing. Come on. What's what's better? I had the great privilege to hear that song performed live. And it was an experience. The first time I saw them, they didn't do that. It was the 10,000 Days Tour in 2006. September 3rd, 2006. I remember because I was in college and a friend and I were supposed to work on um, an English... Was it a... Oh, no, it was a literature uh, class homework assignment. And I was in the line at Tower Records. Remember Tower Records? And I said, hey, let's go see Tool. Well, we got homework. Oh, we'll do homework later. Fuck it. We went and saw Tool. It was a last-minute thing. We went that Saturday. We took a friend of hers who was not a Tool fan. Uh, I'm not going to get into that. Anyway, so 9 o'clock, we get inside. We did not watch the opening act. Tool were about to take the stage. They performed Stink Fist, and they did a beautiful extension of the song. And I remember my friend at the time, who was alive, who is no longer with us, but she's here in spirit. Um, she was like, see, finally got to see them live. And I said, yes. I was just, I couldn't sleep after that. I remember we got back to my friends. She went to sleep. I slept on the couch. I was like, I had to write a blog about it. I don't know what happened to that blog. But, you know, I mean, here's the thing with Tool. So people are kind of getting all pissy. Oh, Maynard. Pucifer in a perfect circle. I don't really care for a perfect circle. Pucifer's okay. When people get upset that he's, Taunting them, remember, he is a musician. And also, he is notorious for fucking around on people. So, of course, he's not going to give you the full enchilada that you want. So, when people say, what do you think about me? Like, one time I was at a bar and I was wearing a tool shirt, like always. And a gentleman says, I love your shirt. Thank you. What do you think of Maynard? And I said, hey, he's fucking around with you guys. That's just his thing. Gotta accept it can't then go home and he said you have a good point and I said hey you know I think there's so much pressure and they don't like that pressure they just want to create I think if we leave them alone and stop taunting them oh my god the pressure the pressure you know here's the funny thing they did a song that I think is directed at that ticks and leeches hello
So let's respect them. Let's let them do what they want. Who knows how long it's going to take? And that doesn't matter to me. If they tour again, I'll see them. I saw them last year. They didn't put anything out. I saw them because I wanted to see the. I had this very weird feeling they were going to do songs that I didn't hear the first time. Like Parable, uh, Parable, um, Third Eye. Oh, my God. I used to be a fitness person, and I'm getting back into it. And I, I have a very fond memory of being out in, in the country. I live in the country. And jogging, and all of a sudden it started to rain. And Third Eye was coming on, the headphones. And it was a magical moment for me. And I just remember thinking, this is this is where you realize, you know, the pieces truly do fit. And um, over time, I learned about, I had a friend that taught me about the chakras and said, you have a third eye. We all have a third eye. And, um, you know, it's not for the faint of heart. hearing that the rain was coming down and it was magical and my friend who taught me about the chakras now it all made sense you know and the, th- the third eye and strangely enough I was hanging out with a family member and they pointed to my head it was a kid and they laughed and said here you have an eye here and I thought whoa that is um, but yeah, Tool, I saw them, first time was good, second time was better, third time, you know, I plan to see them as many times as possible, I love all of their albums, you know, um, I don't think people understand, <laughs> they're not your average, you know, they're not average, you can't, you know, they're four virtuosos, okay, they play magnificent, magnificently together, and what they do is they merge it all. Good bands have four equal parts. And then they come together and they create something that is cohesive, that is spiritual, that is fucking mind-blowing. And that's what Tool does. And I don't think many people understand that. They think, oh, this one's the star. Oh, this one is the brains. You know. But, um... And that's why they don't do a lot of talking. Hello. I don't want them to talk. I want them to make the music. And you get from it whatever you want. And you spiral out. And, you know, when people reveal things about their songs, it kind of turns me off. Like, I don't want to know what that's about. It's my own, you know, form of sonic therapy and with Tool oh my god uh, my late friend and I would sit in the car I remember and we would just analyze and try to you know take apart what certain songs meant she thought Eulogy was about this I thought it was about Elrond Hubbard who knows maybe Eulogy is just about letting go Stink Fist, yeah, could be about sex or could it be about something else. You know? 
My favorite part on this. Where is it? Here it is. Hearing them do this live is magnificent. You're gonna hear me say that a lot with Tool. Everything gels in that moment. So, you know, the Tool fans, this is for them. We are a collective. You know, yeah, we like other bands that are in the mix, you know. I'm going to go see Metallica in December right after my birthday. But I love Tool more. And I tell people that. I like Metallica, but I love Tool more. And even Tool loves Metallica. So, you know these great sonic tapestries I'm even looking at a, a copy of the Verve's Urban Hymns different type of music but you know it, it channels something and this is for the Tool fans you know we are fucking crazy but in a good way we know you know the true Tool fans know what they're gonna get when you see them live you know they said don't film I still filmed anyway I'm sure they're pissed about that, but I did that for my own, just to savor it. I wouldn't look at the camera and I would do it and then I would put it away. And I took a friend of mine who, it was his first time seeing them, you know, that's the good thing. It's always good to take someone who has never seen them, who loves them. My, one of my professors went, she had better seats than I, she makes more, and she and I both discussed it. When you see Tool live, she said, I felt something from the foot of my feet to the top of my head. I said, I did too. And it doesn't matter where you were sitting. We were all there together. And so that's the beauty of Tool. I mean, they're fucking crazy. You know, I have their videos. Some people don't like their videos. I love them. That was the thing. I had a former friend of mine in college. She did not like the videos. I thought, you're not a true Tool fan. Because ugly or not, you need to accept those videos for what they are. They are art, the extension. They are part of this package that Tool has created. It is not a package with extras and goodies, no. It is a full-on package. If they were to put out an album in video form, you have to accept that package for what it is. And you have to respect it. And if you don't like it, then fuck off. And their most, I think their most famous song is that. They won a Grammy for it. And then they won a Grammy. See, that's the thing, though. The Grammys, when they win for them, If I were a Grammy voter, and I'm not, thankfully, I would have nominated them for Album of the Year all the times that they would put out albums. Because with Tool, the album format, yeah, they have the great songs, but it's all within a cohesive album format. That's the thing I love about them. It's all tied together, and you get your money's worth. You get your sonic spiritual worth from Tool. Nobody else sounds like them people can say oh this person sounds like Tool and I'm like oh please give me a break 
Even Tool doesn't want to sound like Tool. They want to sound how they sound at that moment. It is a lot to live up to. You know, when I hear Maynard sing, I'm like, yeah. But I always prefer him with Tool because it is a collective. It is a sonic thing that you cannot describe. You know, when he does it with other bands, great. It's a feature, you know, like when he did a song with the Deftones, and I love the Deftones. That's another band I'll put alongside Tool. (laughs) Totally different. Doesn't sound like anyone else. Has their own thing. I've seen them twice, just like Tool. And I always relish in seeing them. So, you know, I'm a Tool fan. I will be a Tool fan forever. This is Dr. Zeus. This is the Dr. Zeus Podcast, and this is going to be the Tool Podcast for today. Have a good evening, and stay safe, and stay classy. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus Podcast. It's been a while. It's Friday, I think. Um, It's been an interesting ride. But not as interesting as um, Solange. If you don't know who Solange is, I think I'm saying her name. Is it Solange or Solange? Whatever. If you remember the Jay-Z, Beyonce... Uh, elevator tape where Solange beat the shit out of it. Well, she tried to beat the shit out of Jay-Z a couple years ago. Yeah, that's her. Uh, she's got a karate chop. But she's a little pissed. She's Beyonce's sister. She's pissed because nobody on Jeopardy could guess her name. So now she's saying that, oh, it's because they were not cultured. First of all, Nobody knows your name because you say shit like that. And you think very highly. Hey, it's okay to think highly of yourself. But honey, Cheers. Everyone knows their name when you go into Cheers. You Solange, nobody knows your name. Maybe a few people, you know. But don't start going after people. Oh, it's because they're not cultured. No, it's because no one gives a shit. Get off your ass. That her and Beyonce, first of all, Beyonce can't act. So don't watch The Lion King. <laughs> you know, can you feel Beyonce tonight? Not for 1095, I can't. Um But Solange. I tweeted her, but I'm nobody. She's not gonna oh my god. I said, you know, you really need to wake up and smell the coffee. And also I left a, a little meme of of Cheers, where everybody knows your name, and here's Solange crying because nobody on Jeopardy knew her name. I didn't know she watched Jeopardy, you know. I thought she watched Solange type of things, you know, like E, the red carpet, you know. I don't know, but hey, maybe Wheel of Fortune will become her show. Maybe she'll get pissed because they didn't have time to finish the puzzle and it's not even about her, you know. Yeah, I had an incident like that. Um, I was kind of, you know, was talking about something 
And the rest of my friends were like, oh, it's okay. And they were all kind of sad. And my friend who doesn't even know the flavor of the Kool-Aid, she steps in and says, oh, enlighten me. And so I deleted that stuff because it's like, you know what? You don't even know them. And I'm thinking, I don't know. It's, I think there's a form of jealousy, you know, it's kind of like Solange. Nobody really wants to know her name, but they want to know Beyonce's name. She's, she's in the back, the back row of the concert. Like, Hey, what about me? What about me? You know, just really sick of it. So I've been kind of under the weather, but I've still been productive, you know, running errands and all that shit. Try not to curse on the show. If I don't say the F word, great. Yeah. (laughs) A lot is going on. You know, um, Robert Mueller. uh, This morning, someone woke me up. I wasn't too thrilled about it. Via text and started sending me T-R-U-M-P stuff paraphernalia of their T-R-U-M-P. I'm just going to spell it out because I'm tired of talking about him. Oh, and why they love him so much. Are you kidding me? Damn. You know, for those of you who have never heard of the Jonestown Massacre, you all need to watch it. Especially the Trumpers out there. Because you all are drinking the Kool-Aid. I know some people don't get that reference. Oh, what, drinking the Kool-Aid. That's where it's about. You all are following blindly. I'm like, huh? But hey, you know what? It's the fun house. It's the crazy house. If, if you, if you want to do that, that's fine. Don't bother me with it. I don't want to hear it. I love how they're like, oh, you just don't understand. Really? I don't understand. And I don't want to pull out my, you know, um, qualifications to say, I'm an educated man. How do you think I don't understand why you're all about, you're all lovey-dovey about Trump? Oops, ew, I said his word. Oh, I got vomit now. You know? I don't understand that. And and then people get upset when you compare him to Hitler. Well, here's the thing. When you have Holocaust survivors telling us, watch out, you better listen to them. They are not making that shit up, okay? So wake up and smell the placenta, people. It ain't going to get better unless we act now and in page, you know, although Nancy Pelosi, she's not on the show anymore because I I'm really getting tired of, well, is she going to, is she not going to instead? She just likes to have her little press conferences and it's great. I understand you got a lot to deal with, but stop shaking the monkey and then pulling it back. Stop it. Stop it. Oh, my God. But tonight, 
I want to continue our saga, 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 saga with Faye Dunaway. She just has a lot to say right now. So, Faye, why do you want to talk? Well, I feel that you misinterpreted my image. Didn't you already do that by doing Mommy Dearest? How dare you? Mommy Dearest is not my fault. I'm sorry to say it was not directed properly. Well, it seems to be... I mean, it's a cult classic. I mean, you're putting you're putting ice all over your face and bring me the axe and... Excuse me. This is my interview. So why did you get fired playing Catherine Hepburn? What the hell? I'm done with this interview. You are so unprofessional. Thank you. You make Warren Beatty look like a potato chip from Oregon, Canada. That doesn't even exist. It doesn't fade on away world. Oh, by the way, I saw you tonight. They were talking about movies on CNN. And they were talking about network. Yes. I won the Oscar for that network. Oh. Seems ages ago. It was 40-something years ago. Thanks for rubbing it in, bitch. Well, Faye, that's all the time we have here at the Dr. Zeus podcast. Your little show. How great. It's like network. You're small as hell and you're not going to take... No, thank you. Oh, okay. Oh, something missing from my life. Yeah, medication. That's not funny. Good night. Good night, bitch. Faye Dunaway, everyone. A one-sided... She's pissed. She's pissed. Hey, you know, Kate Milgrew could play Catherine Hepburn, but Faye Dunaway, I saw the photos and I just thought, whoa, I guess that Don Juan DeMarco money ran out. (laughs) Oh my God. It's kind of funny though. You know, I saw this piece today on the lead singer from Creed. Very interesting. You know, I I had him all wrong. People always pegged him as this, you know, Eddie Vedder wannabe. No. And you know, Scott Stamp, I have a confession to make. In 19, about 20 years ago, whenever Hire would come on, I would choke the bishop. It's just something about that song. You know, that was either that or um, Afternoon Delight. Really bad country music, you know? But yeah, I just wanted to get that off my chest. It's kind of weird that once upon a time in America was beaten by the Lion King. People would rather see Beyonce try to act but can't than Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. So that says a lot about our country right there. They would rather watch a movie that's been done already via animation. And I heard the reviews from The Lion King. It was like Beyonce's last album of Jay-Z, A Tank. It tanked, okay? 
right now Solange is probably on Twitter conspiring to do something so that everyone can know her name. Honey, it's called QVC, okay? Buy into it. Can you just imagine the money? Oh, no, I'm giving her ideas. Solange could make on cute. Then people would know her name. I'm not just Beyonce's sister. I make handbags. Uh, Monica Lewinsky already does that. Try something else. I'm not just Beyonce's sister. I make fighting gear. See, now that's better. Because when people who kind of know who she is know that she's the one in the video beat well trying is kicking jay-z okay while beyonce just looks on talk about where is the love (laughs) but you know it is a it is a glass of lemonade hey (laughs) Mm, i love doing the dr zeus podcast you know it's um tons of fun Sugar, sugar, sugar. I need some. You know, friends, things are looking up. And whatever I'm dealing with, I'm going to fight this. I refuse to let this define me. I won't go into what it is. I'd like to give a cup of shut the F up to today. It was fun at first, but then it just sucked. And I'd also like to say, unpleasant dreams.